Hey, everybody, and welcome to Front End Fire, your weekly show that helps you stay up to date on the latest and the greatest in the front end world. I am TJ Van Toll here for a new year, along with Paige Niedringhaus. Happy 2024, everybody. And Jack Harrington. Hello. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to 2024. Uh, it's new year, same show, same same everything. <laughs> no, we were right. just discussing before how we are all wimps and none of us <laughs> want to stay until midnight. So we don't, we didn't hear from Paige though. Did Paige? Did you end up saying one? And was it your your husband who was like, you know, you got to stay late? No, actually, we we did do champagne and a toast at about ten thirty, and then oh, I right, think by right, about okay. eleven thirty, everybody had kind of cleared out right. and headed home. And go. I heard fireworks while I was in bed, and that was the extent <laughs> of the fireworks for me. <laughs> yeah, I made it to midnight, but it was kind of like a hostage situation. I was against my will. I did not want to do it, but I did it. I made it, and I was asleep by twelve ten. <laughs> we were Good lucky that the. the- the uh, hill was socked in with fog, so nobody wanted to fire Ooh. off fireworks anyway, because it's like, what are we going to see? So it was great. Mm-hmm. It's like, yay! Enjoy. <laughs> new year. Uh, it's a slow news week, just because everybody, I think, is coming off the, the New Year's high, but we do have a few things to talk about, yeah. so why don't we get into that? Yeah. And Jack, do you want to kick us off this week? Sure. So Tailwind UI, yeah, you guys all know Tailwind. Heard uh, of it. Right, yeah. They've got the Tailwind UI like d- kind of example site. You have to pay for it, but uh, it gives you kind of building block sort of thing. Well, they've come up with this new thing called Catalyst, and it's a set of mm, TypeScript and JavaScript components. And I got to say, okay, so how do you guys feel about Shad CN? Have you tried play with it? Spell that. S-H-A-D-C-N. It's a, it's an, a new UI library, but it's packaged in a different way. Right, you yeah, should define it for people. Right. Okay, so yeah. Tailwind, is it web components also, or is it React specific? I can't no, remember. No, it's just React. But, bit, but So basically, this is all about how, how things are packaged. So it's, what Shad CN does, it sits on top of Tailwind. And then you install, well, you don't even install it. You just kind of like say, you initialize it in your project. And then it actually just copies in stuff. Like if you want an accordion, you say, okay, I want the accordion. And then it mm-hmm. takes the, it takes the actual like current accordion implementation and just literally like jams it in a file in your project. And then it's up to you to maintain it. Right. Which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not like a library. So you don't get like when they bump the version of Shad CN, you don't get updated, which is like, ooh, wow, that's interesting. Right. Well, so Catalyst takes this one step further. You get a zip file, and the zip file has at the top a markdown file, and then it's got two directories, JavaScript and TypeScript, and it literally just has, like, blah, here are all the files. And you just copy them in to your your project, wherever you want them. I don't know how I feel (laughs) about that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting, like, even weirder. Like, I mean, like, source code control? Like, is that a thing? Are we doing that now? Or are we just passing around zip files? Because this feels like 1995 all over again. I was, I gonna was say, just I thinking. Th- FTP I, server. Right? Right? Yeah. This is crazy. It, this takes me back to the jQuery UI days. Because that, that's the last time I remember a zip file. You'd get 
because npm oh, really right. wasn't popular yet so you download a right. ui library it was a zip file and then you had to just put the files somewhere in your project and- right mm-hmm. or you get like or you get the options like js or minified js and you're like wow <laughs> yes. okay you know what is this so that's i mean that's basically that right oh. and yeah and the weird thing is like i coming from like the next world they have used client at the top of every single file even when they don't need it and i'm like Okay, I, I don't know about this. So I, I love the Tailwind stuff, and I love the Tailwind UI stuff, but the, I don't know this Catalyst stuff. I'm a, I'm jury's kind of out on that, so I'm, I'm a little concerned. And I'm worried so that this is going to be more, more of a trend. Is what is I Catalyst? Am. Is it free to use, or is it another one that you have to pay for or subscribe to? I think you have to buy it. Actually, I want to say I yeah, I want to say you have to be on their their. Like I, I got their eternal plan or whatever back in the day, and that, <laughs> that would give me Tailwind UI, and I get and I was just like, okay, well there you go, and I grabbed the the zip file, and I'm like, are you kidding me now with this? Like, <laughs> I would expect like a private MP if you're gonna do that, dude, give me like a private npm, put my npm rc or whatever, and there you sure. go, and that sort of thing. But what? Mm. A zip file? Really? It's. Well, it's, it says it's a development preview, so it's still kind of, okay, kind of sure. early. Right, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the Tailwind people are smart, so yeah. they, it's, I, I don't think they're doing this for no reason. And it's Fair. early, so I guess keep an eye on it. See what, see what they're see up what to. See what happens. Oh, we'll, we'll keep us in the loop on this, but this is, this is worrisome. Just a yeah. little, it's a little a, worrisome. It feels very still beta, not ready for alpha <laughs> yeah i mean i guess the premise of the shad cn stuff is you're going to want to change this anyway so instead of giving you like some a, a api that allows you to go in and change the class names and all that we're just going to give you the code and you can just go hacking on it you know there you go interesting it's weird, yeah so it's we'll, interesting we'll see if this catches on or if this is maybe just a <laughs> passing fad i like versions versions are good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, the thing we've learned, but okay. Hmm. Paige, what news do you have? I think speaking of versions, right? New versions. Yes. So this is actually from a couple of weeks ago, but since we didn't do a show last week, it's still relevant and fresh. And that is the new version of Tanstack Router. It has hit 1.0, so it is Woo! ready for prime time. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the Tanstack, it is a it's a stack of really useful React libraries that is created mostly by Tanner Lindsley, um, who we've talked to in previous episodes. We've talked about because he's he's the creator of React Query as well, which I think has become Tan Query or something like that, Tan Stack Query. He's got a lot of super useful, really good, really performant, um, nice additions to the React ecosystem. So Tanstack Router is a competitor to React Router and some of the other routers that are out there. But the things that it is a proponent of and what makes it more, you know, better, superior, something that you might want to choose instead, uh, it is 100% type safe. Yeah, so you get cool. all the auto completions for everything, which everybody loves now. Um, it offers state manager grade search param APIs. So you get schemas, you get validation, you get custom parsing and serialization, you get immutability. Basically, it's like 
React router, but on steroids. It goes so much farther than, oh, you have a few search params. It is like you have an entire table's worth of filtering and sorting in your parameters, and they're going to make it much easier for you to use. Uh, it has built-in data fetching with caching and automatic preloading. So as soon as someone goes to a new page on your site, it is already preloaded and gives you that blazing fast page transition. It offers things like SSR, it has nested routes, it has error handling, and it has lots of really extensive and interactive examples on the site, just like it, all the TAN stack uh, pages or properties do. So you can really get in there, test things out, break things, see how they work, see real examples of it. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm If I was building a new React project right now, it would be, I think, a very good option to choose with a lot of a lot of extensive capabilities and features that you would probably find super useful. Yeah, the last non-trivial thing I had to do with a router, uh, I had to do something with query params in a Next app, and it was mm -hmm. not fun or easy. It was, <laughs> I mean, I I got it working, so the, all the APIs are are there, but yeah. it, it wasn't. It was all this validation that. Tanstack router does you do <laughs> yeah. with yeah. with next and it's not like it was the end of the world but interesting to see other options out there yeah i mean if so this is not it, compatible with next though right no, i I, so. I would be suspect if it is compatible yeah with i mean next. it's fine yeah next has its own router so yeah. yeah. I mean, there's yeah. probably a way to hack it in but i think this is more of you're building a react app for you know, something else, or you're choosing not to use Next for whatever reason, then you probably would reach for this. Right. So you're doing Vite, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because the Next router still does all the, the stuff read, related to SSR and all of those types of stuff. And so because mm -hmm. of that, as cool as this is, we're we're not going to end up using it, but... <laughs> well, I don't know. If it, if it does SSR, I mean, Vite can now do SSR. So, hmm. Could be, yeah, a, could be a new competitor. Yeah, it, I think it'd have to be integrated into something, though, yeah. to make it work. Because I, I'm not going to do the manual work to integrate this with Vite and set up all the SSR. That's, no, that's not no, no. happening. So, <laughs> but if somebody builds a framework around this that does that sort of stuff, then absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's already been getting some high praise from folks online on Twitter and things like that. So, yeah, it'll we'll see. I think it's, the a, it's nice are to have, impressed. It's nice to have options, right? Nice. Yes. <laughs> well, my news for the week, speaking of new versions, uh, I'm going to talk about date FNS, which I think is short Ooh, for date functions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. which has a V3 release. It's one of those libraries that you don't hear of very often because it's not, we usually talk of the Reacts and the Angulars and the Next of the world. But I, I looked it up because I saw this blog post and uh, date FNS was downloaded on NPM uh, 20 million times oh, in yeah. the last, mm -hmm. like it gets, I think that's a, a monthly stat. It's got 33,000 GitHub stars. It's probably, yep. at this point, it might be the most used utility library in the JavaScript Yeah, it's like the world. hot new date library. Yeah. 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 Describes itself as the Lodash for dates. So right. anytime you just need a utility function to work with dates in JavaScript, because 
dates in JavaScript in 2024 nice. are still not the greatest the to worst. work with. It's a great library to reach for. Uh, V3 is not a groundbreaking, earth-shattering release, but it is entirely written in TypeScript now, which is kind of nice for people written nice. in TypeScript. means your auto-completions and such are going to be a little bit nicer. Uh, they bring brought back string arguments, so you can pass strings to a bunch of their APIs, whereas previously they'd make you format up a date object. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, strings. So, yes. Yeah, strings are way <laughs> nicer to deal with. Lord, no. Um, so... A little bit nicer. There's there's nothing. It's going to be the same old library to reach for, but just sharing it here that there's a new version that you might want to update to if you're not using it. And if not, just if you need a date library in JavaScript, it's still probably the most uh, prominent option to reach for. Yeah, you don't want to bring in Moment anymore. That's old school. Don't do that. that it's right. huge. AJS, I think that was another one. Oh, no, I don't remember that one. Yeah. yeah. But date, I think, is one of the smallest libraries. That's always been one of its big claims to fame. Um, It has a million functions because I I know that we use it in a couple of our own projects. So I've looked through the documentation before. Yeah, it's uh, it's I'm I'm not surprised when you said it had that many millions of downloads because it works across every JavaScript project, whatever, whatever it is. So. Yeah, you need it in the browser. You need it in Node. You need it in like a a Lambda. It's it's got you mm-hmm. covered because JavaScript is bad at dates in all of those places. And dates are one yes. of those things where it's like you know you you get the folks who are like, oh, I want to use, I want to rewrite this myself or have my own library for this. Dates is the one thing that no. nobody ever says that on. No, no, nobody's excited about date manipulation. It's too many edge cases. And oh my God. honestly, because because it's built in sort of a low dash way where you're just bringing in a function or two, the, the impact on your footprint no. is pretty minimal. So. Yeah. yeah. Normally it's like one or two things. You know, it's like you need to know the delta between two days. That's really it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or the delta in, in days in like business days kind of thing. Yeah. Actually, I really like that function for, for date FNS is you can do, you know, from from this date, like seven days from this date or seven days in the past. Oh, I love that. Things like yeah. that. It's so, so helpful for that, actually. Right. Or the human date thing where it's like, oh, I want to put in there, you know, about an hour ago, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the timestamp, you know. Yes. Because nobody want, nobody can parse that. Oh, God. Writing, yeah, writing that yourself is is awful. Oh, right. Or, yeah. or you try to do it yourself and you forget leap years exist. And oh. then it's gross. <laughs> You put an invalid date in your database, and then, yeah, it's mm. fun times. Not, not that good. I've been there before. <laughs> no, <never. laughs> cool. Well, I think that is our news for this week. So why don't we talk about what's making us happy? Sure. Yeah. Paige, what is making you happy this week? Uh, what is making me happy this week is that there are a bunch of new releases of stuff on Netflix and Amazon Prime and things like that. But the thing that I've been watching recently is a show on Netflix. It's just one season right now called Money Heist Berlin. Um, so you, Yeah, Jack, you may be familiar with Money Heist. It was a series that came out. It's a, actually a Spanish TV series, but they've dubbed mm-hmm. it in every language. So we watched it in English. But it, it came out, I want to say maybe three or four years ago. 
And I was reading up a little bit on it. It didn't do great when it first came out on Spanish television, but when Netflix bought the rights to it, it exploded in popularity. Yeah, it was great. It was the thing for a little while. Yeah. It was. It was. So they had, I think, three seasons or four seasons of the original, and now they have a prequel, which is about one of the characters, Berlin, who was in the original, but it is before the the whole money heist happened. Um so he's he's still a criminal then. This one takes place in Paris, which is fun because the last one took place in Spain. And there's, you know, there's a love story. There's all this band of crazy characters that he collects to help him do the heist in, in France. There's twists and turns and it's it's fun and really enjoyable to watch. Um, it, it very much feels like the original, but of course, a little bit different with different characters and different setups and things like that. So some of the original cast also make a comeback when you're watching it, which is kind of cool on the, on the uh, inspector's side. So you see some, some familiar police people in it, which is neat. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. So if you're looking for something that's fast paced and European and just kind of (laughs) a little bit, a little bit different. Uh, I think this would probably be a fun one for for people to check out. Have you ever seen Army of the Dead? I think that I have. I think it's been a little while, but that yeah. sounds that title it was like a familiar. heist movie with with zombies, and they have to go into Vegas and go and knock over you know whatever a vault in Vegas, but they got zombies. <laughs> and they actually it did well enough where they did the sort of same thing. They did a prequel where they took one of the weirder characters, a safecracker guy, and then they had like a mm-hmm. whole movie about like the safecracker guy. And it was actually mm. fun. You know, it was like this kind of oddball German safecracker dude. So yeah. <laughs> you can get into that. I, I like heist movies. They're really fun. I do too. They they can get really creative and I love when the oh, writers yeah. do that and really just throw you for a loop you didn't see coming. That's the best. Nice. Jack, other than heist movies, what else is making you happy? Uh, well, speaking of art, I took my daughter to one of those art and wine uh, things, and mm-hmm. we had a great time actually. So that was my, that's what's making me happy. We we it was one of the, it was really cool. You got to send in a picture of your whatever your your pet. So it mm-hmm. could be a dog, it could be a cat, whatever. We sent in pictures of our current dog. And they sketched the dog onto the canvas for you, which is kind of like the, actually the hardest part. And mm-hmm. then they went, went, you know, kind of went through like, okay, do the background, do this. But, you know, you, you improvise a lot and you do your own thing. And it was so much fun. You know, like my wife and my, my daughter and I were just like, you know, having a glass of wine, drinking this thing, talking. It was mm-hmm. great. So if you got one of those in your area, I strongly recommend it. And I think actually doing like the, you know, do a pet thing, like, like paint your yeah. pet. It makes it so much more fun because otherwise it's like, you know, like a scene from the town or whatever. And you're like, everybody's doing the same thing. And it's like, no, this is like, that's my dog. Right. And so it's it's been really good. What should I be Googling? If I want to see if this phenomenon exists near me, just like, like like art and wine, like art and wine. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of the combo seems like it is. That's really Cool. cool. I did one of these a few years ago and they didn't have that option to like send in your own photo at that point. It was like you said, you looked at different dates and they had different scenes that they were going to be painting. So you kind of chose the scene that you liked and, and would go for that day. That's really cool though, that they, you know, you get to send in your own personal picture and they'll print out the lines for you. So you can just paint along 
that's that's awesome. That's such a good idea. It is, yeah. So I just want to go take my cousin and his wife and my wife and I and do do it again next month because you only do you only do that once a month. And I I can't mm-hmm. imagine it's not sold out, but it wasn't. I was like, you know, it's just like I don't know, ten fifteen people. Yeah, it's just super chill. I see, uh, there's a wine and canvas. There you like, go in Lansing. So. There you go. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look into this. That sounds like a date night to me. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, were mine, it, what were some of the things that people other people were painting? Did you see any of the other paintings? Yeah, yeah, uh, mostly dogs, a few cats. Um, <laughs> and I don't think anything beyond that, but like some just a great, you know, slobbery dog over a ball <laughs> kind of thing, you know, that sort of stuff. And it's interesting. Like I, I thought my dog was going to be the hardest because he's mostly white. Like, and it's hard to like, yeah, where's the definition hard. in like white, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. random levels of whiteness kind of thing. But, um, other folks had like about black lab and it's like, a, oh, it's just going to be like this black blob. Like they, <laughs> you know, so it's all about like shading and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, you actually, I, you know, I will post a picture on our front end fire discord channel and I will show you what mine look like. And nice. uh, maybe I'll get my, my, my daughter's permission because I think her, you know, did was also awesome. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My opinion was awesome. <laughs> yeah, very cool. cool. Uh, so what is making me happy this week is a book. Uh, this mm. was a recommendation that came from my wife, Fourth Wing, which oh, is oh yeah, you've heard of it. Uh, yeah, I saw it at Costco. Saw it at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's it's a fantasy book. It's there's dragons. It's not breaking any new grounds trope wise. It, there's dragons. There's twenty year olds. Dragons have powers. But it's just <laughs> it's just really well done. It's a very engaging book. It is long. It is a twenty hour audio book. Whoa! It's the Whoa. second book. The second book in the series, which is also out that I plan to go through, is a twenty seven hour audio book. So don't head into this lightly because there's there's a lot there and if you are more of a tv person amazon bought the rights of course they to did this of course, of they, course did. they did so if you want to wait for the cgi dragons <laughs> to take on this story i'm sure somebody at amazon is is working on that as we speak but it's a good book so if you're into if you're into fantasy oh you're already choosing dragons, right you know did your your did you do the audiobook or did you just like I did the audiobook. I, okay. I, I kind of go back and forth, but this was a good one for audiobook because we were doing a bunch of travel and such over the, mm-hmm. the holidays. So a lot of dead time in the car to yeah. plow through the 20 hour audiobook. <laughs> nice. Are there factions and stuff? Oh, of course. Of course there's, there's, a, be factions. there's a rebellion. Like of I course. said, there's mm-hmm. all the dragons have distinct powers. Of course so if you remember do. like the NBC show Heroes, it has a vibe of that where oh, everybody's got good. their own unique. Yep. Yep, yep. So it's not breaking any new um, interesting ground, but it's just a really good story. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, and of course, uh, Amazon is looking for their next Game of Thrones. They've got to get their own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure I can just see like the Jeff that. Bezos of the world seeing this thing go, wait, there's dragons. There's yeah. <laughs> where do I sign the check? Didn't happen to that Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> 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 Good or wheel of time. Oh yeah, mm, that's true. Wheel of time was pretty good. Yeah, wheel I, of time is way better than whatever of the rings. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
Cool. Uh, well, that is another week. I want to thank our sponsor, Blue Collar Coder. You can check out Blue Collar Coder on YouTube. You can join us on Discord if you want to see Jack's art or hang out with us. We are posting <laughs> pictures of our Christmas tree and the holidays and such as well. So if you want to come hang out there, that's fine. Our email is in the show notes as well as our Twitter slash X if you want to reach out there as well. But I think that is it for another week. A little bit of a show, uh, slow news week, but I expect things to start picking up. The front end world is is uh, not known for staying quiet for long. SATA.js has got to come out at some point, right? Yeah, that's got to be soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we'll 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 cover that. We'll probably well, do a whole show. On exactly. That when that comes oh my out, gosh! So. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks everybody, uh, and see you next week. See you then. See you then. <laughs>